Today on Canada Homeschools, we're going to be talking about professional development for home educators. Welcome to Canada Homeschools, the dose of inspiration and encouragement for Canadian homeschoolers. Canada Homeschools features interviews with homeschool group organizers, resource suppliers, and conversations with everyday homeschoolers just like you, all from a Canadian perspective. I'm your host, Rowan Atkinson. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. <laughs> In 400 meters... In 100 meters. You have reached your destination. Let me be super clear. I am the first one to advise you not to try to reproduce a public school in your homeschool. It's a recipe for burnout for one thing. And also, homeschooling is a different kind of education. So, I'm going to quote Sandra Dodd here, and she says... Stop thinking schoolishly. Stop acting teacherishly. Stop talking about learning as though it's separate from life. I just want you to know that I'm keeping that in mind as I'm talking about professional development. Here's another quote. I got it from Pinterest. I don't know who it's from. Homeschooling is not public school at home. It's living a life of learning on a schedule that meets your family's needs. And finally, I'm going to quote from one of our well-recommended books, Teaching from Rest, we can read up on every curriculum in the market, listen to podcasts, devour articles, attend conferences, participate in co-ops, or support groups. But none of this will have the same impact on the life of a homeschooling family as a peaceful and happy mother. So when I talk to you about professional development, please hear me that I'm not trying to add something onto your guilt list. I'm not trying to say that you need to be exactly like a public school teacher in your home. That's not the point of this. So I just wanted to make those disclaimers before I continue. If you want to, do it if you make you happy. Don't do it if you're too busy. Don't do it with it stresses you out. Do it with it brings you joy. Oh my goodness. In the last episode on Are You Qualified or Certified to Homeschool? I was so tired. I hope that it didn't put you to sleep. And if you haven't listened to it, I suggest that you listen to it on 1.5 speed. <laughs> Maybe that will infuse a little bit of energy that I did not have while I was recording. Well, welcome, and thanks for listening today. Some homeschooling parents would object to the idea of professional development for homeschoolers because we are simply fulfilling our parental role and our home is not a school. In my experience, it can be helpful for teaching parents to look at their teaching role as a career, and it could be one of multiple careers if you also bring home some bacon in order to manage expectations and collaboration at home and to justify attending conferences, for example. Why do we even need permission, I'm wondering? If I'm just a parent doing the 
quote, women's work, unquote, of raising children, and I say this tongue-in-cheek, of course, I certainly wouldn't be adding algebra and chemistry into my day's activities. And I certainly wouldn't expect help with the cooking or housework because I was home all day. What could I have possibly been doing with my time? Over the years, I've seen many friends unable to attend a conference because it wasn't in the budget and they had no one to watch the kids. This makes me very sad. I know that spousal jobs can be seasonal and I definitely support staying within your budget. I don't advocate going to a conference and blowing thousands and thousands of dollars on curriculum. I know it's hard to find a sitter when you have a large family, but maybe the budget should contain a line item for professional development for the teaching parent. If you are expected to have the full-time job of educating a tribe, it's the least the principal can do to take one or two days to care for said tribe or to help arrange childcare so that you can get some inspiration and training for your Herculean task. And you can do it without guilt or the resentment or struggle that makes it not worth it at all. So, These are some of my reasons for encouraging teaching parents to think of homeschooling as a valued career. It's a career in investing, really. Ongoing training and inspiration, as well as encouragement, are important, and home educators need to be invested in so that they can invest in the children. You need your pitcher filled up so you can pour out to others. So in today's episode, we're going to be exploring the idea of professional development for home educators. And then in the next episodes, we're going to be learning about different educational models that homeschoolers use. And we're also going to be learning about different learning styles. So consider this some professional development. Canada Homeschools podcast is brought to you by Headphone History, your complete Canadian elementary history curriculum. Headphone History comes with audio lessons, stories, and legends, and a reproducible workbook designed for the whole family. Go to headphonehistory.com. It's important for us to learn our history. My son voiced that ad for me. Do you like it? He always teases me about my podcasty voice, but I think he has one too. Back to professional development. Well, what is professional development? According to Wikipedia, professional development is learning to earn or maintain professional credentials, such as academic degrees to formal coursework, attending conferences, and informal learning opportunities situated in practice. Now here I have to admit to a little misnomer because as we talked about in our last episode on being qualified or certified to homeschool, you don't have to have a professional credential such as a Bachelor of Education in order to be qualified to educate your children. In many circles, the word professional itself implies that you have a particular accreditation or letters behind your name or that you've passed certain tests. So we can also look at professional development for home educators as career education. My point is I wanted to make it important and a priority 
and I wanted us to be able to take seriously what we're doing and not diminish it in any way. So if you want to be a stickler on the words, you can use career education instead of professional development. So I've done some research into professional development for educators, and there is a particular framework that the research has unearthed, which I will share with you. First, I'm going to share some common professional development topics and objectives for educators, and then I'm going to also, as I go along, be expounding on it from a homeschooling point of view. These topics and objectives can be found at www.edglossary.org professional development. So that's where I'm getting this idea from. So the first topic that they talk about on edglossary.org is furthering education and knowledge in a teacher's subject area. We talked about this a little last time. Some examples of this can be learning new scientific theories, expanding knowledge of different historical periods, or learning how to teach subject area content and concepts more effectively. So for example, when my kids were coming up into about grade six or seven, I attended a seminar on essay writing that would help me to teach my kids how to write essays. And that falls under the category of language arts or English. And you can also go to different workshops at conferences, for example, on the topic of STEM subjects. Uh, For example, I personally don't love physics or chemistry, but I still have to teach it to my kids, especially if that's an area that they're going to pursue. So it can be very helpful to get some training in those subject areas and do some reading and research, or even just looking things up a couple of steps ahead of the kids. That would really add to our knowledge in our subject areas. So that is something that we do as homeschoolers, and that's something that's available to us on blogs, in conferences, and even by listening to podcasts. The next area topic or objective for educators is training or mentoring in specialized teaching techniques that can be used in many different subject areas. Um, One of these is differentiation, which is varying teaching techniques based on student learning needs and interests, or literary strategies, which are techniques for improving reading and writing skills for example. So one of the things that we're going to be doing in this professional development series, and I have mentioned it, is that we're going to be looking at different teaching techniques, but also different student learning needs and interests, such as their learning styles and how we can improve the education process for our children by looking at those things. Here's one, learning new technological skills, such as how to use interactive whiteboards or course management systems in ways that can improve teaching effectiveness and student performance. So I don't know about you, but I have had to learn a lot of technical skills over the years because when I was in university, we didn't even have the internet yet. So I think that that's part of our professional development. And when in doubt, the kids can show us how to do it. 
Improving fundamental teaching techniques is another one, such as how to manage a classroom effectively. I think that I think that that area actually falls under parenting. And if you are reading books on parenting or attending seminars, uh, maybe your church has a parenting small group or seminar. That's a way to get professional development in managing your family. And another teaching technique that's fundamental is to learn how to effectively frame questions in ways that I'm quoting here, elicit deeper thinking and more substantive answers from students. So learning how to ask open-ended questions and not always going for the right and wrong answer can fall into this category. The next area of professional development for educators is that of working with colleagues, such as in professional learning communities. To develop teaching skills collaboratively or create new interdisciplinary courses that are taught by teams of two or more teachers. The application for homeschoolers here is to engage with the greater homeschool community. For example, my local support group, which is called the Heart Group, and you can find a podcast episode about that. Uh, We had once a month on a Saturday a time for the teaching parents to teach one another, to share different curricula, to inspire, to uh, talk about what they were doing in their class. And so it really build the role of being a professional learning community. And I always thought of it as a professional development for me as the teaching parent. Um, And then we also had, I say had because I've graduated, but and because of COVID, they can't meet in person to the same degree. But That's why I use the past tense. Hopefully they'll be able to do it again. They also had a day for the kids and different teaching parents would take turns teaching classes in their area of expertise, which was another way of collaborating in a learning community. So that's an area of professional development that I really do hope that you'll pursue is to be part of an online or even better in person, not either or, but both a community of learning because you will have so much encouragement and support and your kids will have friends to play with. And I just can't stress enough the benefits of that. The next area is developing specialized skills to better teach and support certain populations of students, such as students with learning disabilities. And I touched on this very briefly in the last episode as well. But if your students at home, if your kids have exceptional learning needs, then you will need to understand their uh, exceptionality and you will need to learn how to better teach and support them. So that's why professional development is also very important for home educators or career education if you prefer. And I will also remind you that there is a conference coming up if you're listening in real time. It is early April 2021. Uh, At the end of April, there will be the Exceptional Grace Conference. I'm actually speaking at it. I'm doing a seminar on the benefits of audio for exceptional learners. And I would look forward to seeing you there because you will get lots of help and inspiration. And even just knowing that you're not alone in dealing with exceptional learners in your family. So that's another area of professional development. 
and it's online so it should be quite accessible to you and I hope you will participate. Here's another one, and this is from edglossary.org still. That is pairing new and beginning teachers with more experienced mentor teachers or instructional coaches who model effective teaching strategies, expose less experienced teachers to new ideas and skills, and provide constructive feedback and professional guidance. So this can apply to the homeschooling community in terms of mentoring, because when we're first starting out in homeschooling, we're really to have more success or at least more confidence if we find another homeschooler who has more experience than we do, who can encourage us and who can guide us and can share different curriculum with us and mostly just encourage us and help us to know what's out there and what's available to lend us support. So I think this is a really important aspect of career training or professional development for homeschoolers. And then finally, conducting action research to gain a better understanding of what's working or not working in the academic program, and then using the findings to improve educational quality and results. For homeschoolers, this would center around curriculum, and the best research that you can possibly do is to research your own children and find out what is working or not working in your school's academic program, and then making changes. So using the findings to improve the quality and results of education, find curriculum that works for your family. You don't need to do the same curriculum that someone else is doing or keep using a curriculum that doesn't work for you just because you paid for it. Just continually figure out what works for you and what doesn't. And you can officially now call that action research in your professional development. Okay, I'm going to stop right there for now. I think we're having an important conversation, but even I admit we've taken in enough dry material for one episode. Next time, we'll finish up by looking at another professional development model and seeing what we can glean to help us in our very important role as parent educators. Happy homeschooling, Canada! Thank you so much for listening. You can find helpful links and show notes for this episode at our website, canadahomeschools.com. Please share this podcast with your friends and leave a rating and positive review on your podcast provider. This will help others find their dose of inspiration and encouragement. Happy homeschooling, Canada! Hee <laughs> hee!